Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Sideline with the Cooks. I'm Erica and this is my mama. Hey, good evening everybody. This is Valerie. And we're here to talk about sports. What little we have. Yeah, little, little, little. What little we have. Um, So, uh, as I've said before, the past couple episodes, we switched to a bi-weekly format until things kind of resume to normal and games are going to be played and things like that. So here we are. It's been, you know, a couple of weeks since the last time we talked to you all and very glad to be back. And with that being said, we'll go ahead and jump right in to our highlights and violations. And I just figured that both of our highlight would be the Last Dance docuseries and how, you know, we've already seen episodes one through four and how exciting I mean... that's been. I mean, I'm learning some stuff that I didn't know. You know, I thought I knew everything back then, but apparently I didn't. So, I'm I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I know some folks are taking issue with it, but I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it as well. Like, of course, I was (laughs) a very young baby when all this happened the first go around right so it's i've seen highlights and heard the stories but to see like such an in-depth look for me is is crazy and just watching michael jordan like you know just watching michael jordan is just it's i'm in awe yeah i'm in awe which has always been which has always been the case for me um Mm -hmm. it's just like now, you know, you get the context behind the, all the highlights. Well, at least I'm getting the context behind all mm-hmm. the highlights that I've been seeing all my life. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you have any favorite moments so far? It, I, I, I'm liking it all. That's all I can say. I don't have any favorite moments. I'm still trying to. I didn't. I started watching part three, and I just need to catch up. And luckily, I did record it, so I'm good. And that's probably okay. what I'm going to do tonight. So, But right Please. now, so far, so far, I'm loving it. I know this uh, this episode, these two are going to be about Rodman, who I loved. I mean, he's a strange bird, but I loved him. I mean, right. <laughs> he was, he, get down and gritty with it. That's all I can say. Yeah, and as from speaking from from personal experience, like a lot of the times when it comes to your teammates, like if they bring something to the team that nobody else brings, like sometimes mm-hmm. you gotta put up put up with the extra and like rein them in from time to time. Um, I know you haven't seen because I want to say episode four. Uh huh. Is it episode three or no? Episode three is about Dennis Rodman, and then mm-hmm. episode four is about kind of that first championship. So, I know you haven't finished all of episode three, but we do get right. to hear about the the vacation that Dennis Rodman, the two-day vacation that Dennis Rodman asked and was granted during the middle during the middle of the season. Who granted it? I'm just going to ask, even though I'm going to watch it. Phil. Oh, okay. So, apparently, Phil, Phil Jackson brought in Michael Jordan – after Rodman asked, he you know said, "Hey, I need a vacation." They agreed. They somewhat agreed. Phil agreed to give him forty eight hours, whereas Michael Jordan was like, 
we're not going to see him in 48 hours. He's not going to be back here. We're going to have to go and find him. Essentially, which <laughs> ended up happening. We had to go and find him and drag him to practice. But the fact that he, they were like, yeah, go ahead. 48 hours. Just be back here. I thought that was absolutely insane. But don't, this is what my, this is what I'm taking away so, so far, thus far. Is the drive and the determination of Michael Jordan to win no matter what. He didn't let in no no distractions, I mean, tried his best not to allow allow himself to be distracted. Uh stepped up to the plate when, you know, the other players were distracted. I know yes. he was upset about Pippen. Oh man. Okay. So but, but I mean Pippen we can all go back and forth and say he, he did he did it wrong or whatever. But at the end of the day, and this is what I did not know. Now this is what I did not know, and I don't know why I did not know. I guess because probably I don't care. You know, athletes get paid. But how are you gonna be number one and number two in all the categories in the NBA? But you not even in the top one hundred as far as pay is concerned. I I don't get that. I get it. So Scotty speaks you to do? this and. Scotty speaks to it in that episode that when that deal came up, he was looking for the security and to the and, and to be He did say that. Of. He did say and that. And so he he signed a bad deal. Now the reaction from a lot of people, which I thought was was insane, was that everybody was like, Oh, the Bulls did Scotty wrong, da 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 da. But like nowadays when that same thing happens Everybody tends to side with the with management. They side with the owners. They side with the GM. Like, why are you asking for more money? Why don't you do it for the team? It shouldn't be about money. But for that for that half an hour where everybody was like, oh, my gosh, I feel so bad for Scottie Pippen. I was absolutely mind blown because in any other situation, like, this is what we're – this is what we're trying to, you know, get across to people who side with – who side with management over labor in any and- other situation. But, you know, I think I do remember, kind of remember how the Bulls as a team, I think I remember them saying it as a team, were not getting paid for what, you know, it, they, they were playing to play, obviously for the love of the game. And then on the business end, they were doing some things that's that's all I I seem to remember from that. If if I'm not mistaken, I believe from the time that Scotty signed that deal in the 97-98 season, the NBA started making more revenue because of TV deals. Mhm. So you know, the money was what the money was when Scotty first signed that deal and and I what mean, like it's become. Said, I, and yeah. That's what I'm saying. And then, I mean, it's, the same thing has happened recently where we have these superstar players not getting paid a lot because they signed a contract, 
you know, before the big boom and like even more, even more on the TV deals. And then with the advertising where companies could put, you know, their logos and stuff on uniforms. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you have that big boom in business where some of these more average players were making crazy money, but some people that we saw as elite players weren't making making as much. And it was just because of Mm -hmm. timing. And I think that was part of like, along with him picking security over you know betting on himself it was just the the timing was off but i mean i i don't i honestly i don't feel bad for scotty because at the end of the day he chose to sign a deal and once you sign a contract like you're the company you work for like they're not obligated to go and renegotiate like it would be nice it would show you know it would show you know show you as a person how much they value you right i i I get that and i understand that i just think and that's why I'm. It, it's so. It's, it was so much about him and the way he handled the situation, but you and I both know they can do anything they want to do. Now, had obviously that had got. I mean, just a whole that whole that that character, the manager or whatever he is, or was. It was just a lot. I I just. You're if you sign a contract, in no way is your employer like obligated to renegotiate with you because oh, you know, further on down the line you notice, you realize the value that you that you have. Unfortunately and especially when it comes to professional sports, like they don't have to do that. Like it's I I understand why you would want your team to do that. But at that point, when 97, 98 rolled around, they didn't see, they saw Scotty as kind of, you know, reached his peak and was heading, you know, heading downhill versus like still, you know, at the top of his game. So that's why they didn't, that's why okay, they didn't well, want to I, 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 What I will say is, because once you sign a contract, that's it. And then you're right that organization didn't have, have to come back and redo it just because you realize you made a mistake. But I mean, it was plain as day. Yeah. This is the only thing. It was plain as day what Pippen was worth. They didn't use and one time I'm saying use the stats. They didn't use the stats. And I agree. I think um I think and I think that's part of the GM's uh Jerry Krause. I think that's just part of him not wanting Scottie Pippen there. Had it yeah. been like had it been a GM who wanted to keep that core together, of course. Absolutely. Exactly. That that, that's that's what I'm trying to say. That man had an agenda. It was known to everybody and it didn't include Pippen. So either way would I have preferred that Pippen just played his game and then, you know, at the end of the season get a better deal, either there or go on like like he did? Right. But. And I understood where Michael was coming from where he, when he and um, in Scotty's decision to wait until the season started to have that surgery. I understand where Michael was coming from of you're being selfish. Um, because going into that season, I think everybody knew, like, hey, this is going to be the last time we're all together, and you're, you know, our last chance at going for a championship, and you're upset about your contract. Well, all I can say is, petty is, petty does. That's all. I mean, that that man, that general manager, 
I think it was just it 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 was unrepairable. Nothing that right. Pippin, you know, I don't think, you know, Pippin could have won the whole thing by itself. I don't think it would have changed that man's mind about anything. No, so I do not I think, think, I do not think, I do not think that man respected Pippin, thought highly of him as a player. I don't think Jerry Krause thought very highly of any of the players because they spent, they spent well, a little you're bit right. of time talking. They spent a little bit of time talking about how he felt like that organization as a whole wins championships and not just the players on the Right, right, right. And that's not, I don't believe in that. I believe, I don't believe that. I mean, the organization is not playing. The players are playing. True. And as a general manager, it's your job to put together the best roster. Exactly. But that's it. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's it. The organization yeah, just, doesn't win, the team wins. Jerry Krause just had a, a, a very big ego, and he, he wanted to be, you know, he wanted people to know that he was the reason, he was part of the reason why they won championships as opposed <gasps> to, you know, the coach and the players. So The coach and the players. I guess we can't speak ill of the dead, but... Oh, they speaking. They speaking all kinds of ill of, of, of Jerry. <laughs> well, because he was ain't nobody holding back. Okay, well, <laughs> we won't. Let's put it that way. But he wasn't a nice guy. Yeah. He, he like they said, he had this short man complex. <laughs> you just said we weren't gonna speak ill. <laughs> I just repeated what. Damn, I think Michael Jordan when he said it. Maybe not. <laughs> But Michael yeah. Jordan messed with him every day about it. But anyway, yeah, I thought I thought that was pretty interesting. I think my favorite part so far is like everything about Michael Jordan's rookie year and how the that that bit of where the um, where before Michael Jordan got there that the Bulls were referred to as like the traveling like the cocaine circus. <laughs> I thought that was pretty hilarious. And then just like a sign you know of the times too. Like I'm sure. <laughs> well, yeah, during the mid <laughs> during the mid 80s. eight yes, eighties, <laughs> 90s. I mean, it was cocaine. I mean, it was what it was. But yeah, I think I think there was I mean, a lot more professional athletes doing you know that, oh, that kind of drugs than we than we think. And that's why, and you want me to be? I'll be real petty now. Uh oh. That's why Michael excelled because he was playing against the folks that partied all night, and then tried to come yeah. out and play. <laughs> but he put he put something on them that nobody has been able to replicate to this day. I mean, Kobe is is a goat in his own right in his own era. Uh, LeBron. A goat in this era in his own right but I'm telling you Erica and I know the young folks are gonna be mad at me but Michael Jordan is the man and will always be the man that's all I'm gonna say yeah I agree with you on that one and it's just because of that determined like that determination right and that, and that drive that will and that drive I mean 
these players don't play with the flu. <laughs> You well, know I mean, I'm now, saying? no, nobody ever again will be playing with the flu. <laughs> well, nobody, you're right about that. You're right about that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, there's no... Michael Jordan is the man. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. And we'll I mean, always yeah, I, be. I, I feel like that's the conclusion we all come to at the end of every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to say. I... I, I, you know, I, 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 and I know it's me, and I obviously I came up with him, but, but I also came up with Dr. J too. Now, right behind Michael is Dr. J. <laughs> Don't get me started. But okay, go on. We won't. Don't get me started. <laughs> but yeah, so episodes three and four premiered this uh, past Sunday, and so this upcoming Sunday are five and six. Um, so. I can't believe you haven't watched episodes yet. But three is more, it's a it's a lot about Dennis Rodman, and then episode four is about getting that getting past the Pistons and the Bad Boys, and you know winning that first championship. So that you'll enjoy that. episode. Did you right? enjoy it? Did you enjoy yeah. it? Yeah, because yes. I enjoyed I mean, it when it was going so, on. I remember when it was happening. I remember exactly. I know. I, I remember. Know. I know you, and I know you probably enjoy watching the, the bad boys play and them being you, tough and rough. You exactly right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and My man I, took a licking, but he kept on ticking. Yeah, so I know you enjoy watching them play, and I've I've seen the thirty for thirty about the bad boys, and I absolutely yeah, love uh-huh. it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I mean, to hear the other side of the story from from Michael and other Bulls players, you mm-hmm. know. And of course that was they get a in, rough. That of course they angry. get into uh they get into the the notorious no no handshake walk off when the Bulls finally did get well, past the Pistons. They get into that a bit too. Well, see it ain't nothing y'all. Mm. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, I'm gonna finish it tonight. I'm gonna finish it tonight. Let's bring <laughs> back members. I'm gonna bring <laughs> All right. Oh, I can't wait. So the next time we we're here, we'll have episodes five and six, and then seven and eight to discuss. Mm-hmm. And I'm just—I mean, I'm—I'm uh, I'm just excited. Let me ask you this: just okay. based on what you've seen so far in your lifetime, can you remember a series or a team like this, like, like the, the Bulls? Bulls? Uh huh, Michael Jordan or the rivalry that we've seen so far. Because another, I think another rivalry is gonna come up in the next episodes, but I have to wait and see. So I would say for me, I think kind of the rivalry that would be equivalent to it would be, you know, the Kobe, Kobe Bryant, the Lakers, and the and the Boston Celtics. Okay. okay. And that rivalry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And that was a good series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Still excited. We're still loving every second of the last dance, and I I think I've saw the first two episodes maybe three times, and I plan on watching <laughs> the third and fourth episodes a couple more times this week. Um, I mean, what else do we have right now? <laughs> well, we don't. But this this for me has been fun reliving it. 
it, it is only reinforced for me that Michael Jordan was the man and will always be the man. That Bulls team, I'm trying to think. We don't really have any underdogs right now. The Bulls are always the underdogs to me. And you know I like underdogs. Um, yeah. Mm, I can't. Mm, I don't see that right now. I don't see that right now. No, not right now. Um, no, no. Oh yeah, I don't have it. Yeah, I don't have it. I mean, it was the Grizzlies, but since they're changing how they play. Right, we don't really have a rough and tough team. Anymore. Right, right. We, but I mean, that's the NBA. That's the NBA now. It's not so much of that, you know, that great and grind that we love and that bang and, and physical. It's you know, it's not that anymore. That no, NBA is not. not that it's not. It's not. Such a shame. Such a shame. Okay. I, I, I'm through reminiscing. I, I'll just finish up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. With that, we'll go ahead and move on uh, right along um, to the headlines of the week segment, which is mostly, I mean, the NFL draft happened this past week, so it's mostly NFL news. Um, we'll go ahead and get this out the way. Um, I know you're not too interested in this, but the Patriots did trade Rob Gronkowski to the Buccaneers, I think they got a fourth round and a fifth round back or something like that. They didn't get an actual player back, which I didn't understand. Well, I, I first of all, I don't understand why he came out of retirement. I mean, I so I, he could play. He want to play football. He just didn't want to play for Bill Belichick. The no, the no fun zone. Oh, you. Th- oh, okay. I see. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you're right. I don't know. I think I think Rob Gronkowski has had some time to party, and maybe he realized being a normal person maybe not be as fun, and he could play with Tom Brady again, but not be in New England. Mm, okay. I mean, if if you really want to go back out there, I would if I was him. If that was the situation. Okay. Hmm. So that's got to be an insult to Belichick, huh? I don't know if it's an insult. I'm I'm sure Belichick knows that players go up there and nobody has fun. Like yes, they win, they win championships, they work hard, but it's it's no fun. But I don't and see I, Tom Brady being fun. Well, all we know. Well, I mean, is, let's is just, let's just be honest, huh? I said all we know of him is being with the Patriots. So I mean, we well, I don't see, see him, him being fun. fun. I mean, I've always thought Gronkowski was fun. I don't know. He just has that personality that comes through in the interviews. But Brady, no. He ain't I mean, no Brady, fun. He's 42. How, you're he 42. Well, he wasn't, no, he wasn't fun when he was young. <laughs> you're a 42-year-old quarterback trying to hold, you know, trying to keep your body tight. Try, try to keep your body together so you can play professional football. I, I imagine it's not, you know, too much fun that you could be having. Okay. I'm just, just I just, just say, I, I like Gronk, but 
Because he's fun, but Rick ain't fun. I mean, I guess we'll find out. He did get caught, um, you know, working out in a park down in Tampa, and the police had to get him out of there and tell him to go home. Maybe maybe that's Tom Brady having fun. Was that before Florida opened back up? Yeah, this is before Florida opened okay, back Okay, okay. <laughs> so maybe Tom Brady is a little fun, you know? Whatever. I would hope he's some kind of fun. I mean, his wife is a supermodel. I'm sure she just doesn't. You know, well, she don't look fun either. Oh, okay. Maybe they're perfect for each other. Maybe. Go on. <laughs> All right. So, like I mentioned, the draft was um was last week. It was three What'd days. What you think? I didn't realize it was gonna be three days. I wasn't tuning in for three days. Um, I definitely didn't want to turn tune in for this virtual draft, but I did kind of keep up with, with what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um. I just, you know, it was just weird. I tuned in for the virtual draft for the WNBA, and of course, like it could. Only oh, I missed. No, I did see that. I did see that. Okay. And that, mind. and even that was weird. You have somebody. Yeah, it on, was on, on one end, and they got the time delay when people find out they're getting drafted. And I imagine that would be the same for the NFL. So I didn't even tune in for it. Right, um, right. Except, you know, except for the fun parts, which we can get to, in in a moment. Um, but I, I did pick out some notable picks, of course, top three, and then a couple other picks, and then we can talk about what the Titans, uh, the Titans uh, picked, and what was going on in Vrabel's situation room. I don't know there was I read an article about that. Um, so the first pick, of course, was Joe Burrow, and uh, he's picked by the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, the second pick was Chase Young, and he went to the Washington. Redskins, I really hope they change their name. Um, and then the third pick was Jeff Okada, and he went to the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. And then the other notable picks for me, I really only had two notable picks. Um, you know, the fifth pick with Tua Tagovailoa, Tonga Vailoa, going to the Miami Dolphins. And then Jalen Hurts dropping it out to the second round. But he is going to the Eagles. He got picked up by the Eagles. But oh, okay, good. Okay. But okay. he was the twentieth pick of the second round, and I didn't think he would drop that far. Mm-hmm. So I was a little surprised to see that. Um, well, that was surprising in that tower, tower, tower went so early, considering everybody's been worried about his injury history. Yeah. Right, right, right. Well, I figured um, out of all the teams. The Miami Dolphins needed a quarterback the most, so it would only like it. It, it would it wouldn't have made sense for them to pass up the next best available quarterback. And I guess from you know all the experts out there, even mm-hmm. with that you know serious injury, he was still the next best. I mean, he was the best. He was gonna be the best option before he got hurt. See, you know the Dolphins are trying to come back, so to speak. And maybe this will help them. And while we're speaking, you saw where Jameis Winston went. Yep, New Orleans. Okay. Nola. All right. So yeah, he signed a. He's intending to sign a one-year deal with um, the Saints. What's my boy Cam doing? We don't know. Okay. Don't know. Okay. Haven't heard much about Cam Newton. Okay. Okay. I'm so really what did you think of uh, New England? I don't think we had. I don't think the Titans 
We just got one or two offensive linemen, right? So, in the first round, the Titans got Isaiah Wilson, who's an offensive tackle. Okay. Um, second round, Christian Fulton, who's a cornerback. Third mm-hmm. round, Darrington Evans, who's a running back. And then round five, Laurel Murchison, who's a defensive tackle. And then mm-hmm. in round seven, we picked up Cole McDonald, quarterback, and Chris Jackson, safety. Mm-hmm. And... I did say I didn't tune in because I thought it'd be weird with the lag time and but I have seen plenty of clips of you know precarious things happening um when these players found out they got drafted with the people surrounding them and what you mean um so Ms. I, I I watched the I couldn't I don't I couldn't we were 30 at the 29, 28, 28, right. 29. And I couldn't, I couldn't do that. So one of the clips that was circulating before I was able to sit down and look at who the Titans actually picked was a clip of Isaiah Wilson. And when he found out he got drafted, his um, girlfriend, I'm, I'm going to assume this is his, that's probably his girlfriend, um, you know, hugs him while he's kind of basking in the moment of, you know, I just got drafted and this young lady, you know, she made sure that she got her whole face into the camera so she could oh, be really? seen. And Isaiah Wilson's mama came right on over. And it, from what I saw, it looks like it started off with a polite, okay, you need to get up now. And turned into, okay, I'm going to pull you out this seat because you're playing. You need to get up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I'm glad you said that because this is <laughs> that dry pixie I did see. These young men have children, have babies. Yeah, some of them do, yes. So I I, I thought that was interesting. Uh, I do remember seeing one mama. She took something from the draftee, the guy that was drafted. She just yanked it from him. I was like, oh. So I don't know what that was about. And then I guess I stopped watching. Well... It was some girls on there from what I saw. Now, I don't know who this guy was, but it was a girl sitting up there. Her, her, she was sitting with her legs crossing. The whole leg was out. And I was like, oh, Lord. Everybody else was dressed casual, but she was dressed like she was going to the club. Well, oh, you know, everybody, they don't have anywhere to wear these outfits. We can't go to the club. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just, I, I was like, oh, Okay. So, yeah, the highlight of the so actual that, virtual draft is kind of seeing what's happening, you know, behind the scenes. Because, mm-hmm. of course, if, if, you know, the draft happened how it usually does, I don't think we would get to see all of that. But, yes. No, um, no, no. Because everybody, they have their own table and there's certain people at the table. Right. And when they heard their name called, they would have to get they up. Admit, and go, right, you're right, yeah. you're right. So I, I would say that's the one thing I appreciate, that, you know, the what's going on in the background um, <laughs> when these players get drafted. It's been entertainment for me. Like I said, with, Miss, with Isaiah Wilson, had this been the, the regular draft, we never would have got that interaction. But I am sure that he's going to turn out and be a very good player because I know his mama don't play games. And I know she's going to be on his butt <laughs> about his performance. 
about to go find that clip. She surely did gank that young lady right on out of that seat. Oh, I gotta find that clip. <laughs> okay, hold on. Is this it? This might be it. It might be. And I think the, the best part of it is that he had to kind of sit there like oblivious, like he didn't like he didn't know what was happening. I know I know he saw what was going on, but of course this is his night and his moment, so he can't act a fool in front of the he camera. Cried. Right. He just got drafted. It's a special moment for him. And his her girlfriend, you know, wanted to, you know, give her man a hug, which I understand. But this is his moment, not yours, sweetie, and you got your face all in the camera. And his mom oh, they just, stopped it. His, I'll, I'll find it Maybe. and send it to you later. But I'm sure Isaiah commercial. Wilson, Isaiah Wilson, will turn out to be a, a great player because I know his mama don't play games. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad. So, what do you think of the draft picks overall? Did we get what we needed? You know, I I think we need some more. We need defensive line. You know, we need to build up our defensive line. Yeah, I agree. Since we traded away, yeah. So, (laughs) (laughs) what I tell you? What did I tell you? What did I tell you? Yeah. But I think we, I think we fulfilled some needs. I'm a little, I was a little surprised when by taking another safety. I thought we were pretty good, as far as like the safety and cornerback departments. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I thought we just needed some linemen, some offensive linemen. Well, that too. But I really want to boost the de- the defensive line, and then you can sprinkle in some offensive linemen too. But that's just me. But what? So they can just trade them away two or three years later. Probably. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. So that that's was our team. That's our team. Yeah. So that was the draft. As well, or as far as like all I care about. Um, of course, um, I don't know if you saw, but they did figure out a way to incorporate like the fans. So that when Roger Goodell would, you know, go up to... Well, you know I was confused how that was happening, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was like a, a Zoom or a Microsoft team situation where they had, you know, fans able to, to you know, be a part of the, of the draft. Okay, and, Zoom. Um, okay, and, okay. And boo Roger Goodell. I was, I was confused. So how are they doing that? And how are they picking who gets to do that? Right. Or do you just join? I feel like you just, you join and if you, you I probably, yeah, first come, first serve. You were lucky enough, you got to be a part of the show. Oh, okay. Okay. I was a little confused by that, so. But, you know, hopefully this time next year we'll be back to normal and, you know, we're talking about the NBA playoffs the start of the WNBA season. Uh, I know the Olympics got postponed to next year. So I... 
What I'm th- what I think will happen is that there may be some some professional sports will be able to resume. I just don't think fans will be able to be there. I think any anything any event requiring a large gathering is a no go until 2021. Okay. All right. Hmm. All right. And on that note, we'll go ahead and wrap up this episode. <laughs> it's <laughs> depressing. Yes. So we'll just stop now before we get into our feelings. Um. Mm. So thanks for listening, everybody. Um. You can find us on your favorite streaming platform. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. Um, if you're looking for us on social media, you can find us on Twitter at sideline WT cooks. If you're looking for us on Facebook, you can find our page sideline with the cooks podcast. Um, and we'll be back in two weeks, week after next, unless things change and we get some, something to talk about, um, aside from the last dance. Um, with that being said, mom, do you have any wisdom to share with the people before we go? I am going to say this. Everybody take care. Keep vigilant. Despite your leaders, your various leaders telling you to go out, stay at home because we don't have a cure. We don't have testing. We don't have treatment. Stay at home. It's been rough. It's been rough. But you're going to be okay. That's it for me. All right. I think that's good. So we are going to get out of here. We'll see you all in two weeks. Stay safe out there. All right, then. Bye. Bye.